0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Ahudas: Conversations with the Caribbean Diaspora. This week I chat with one of my childhood friends, Brooklyn-based Trini-American physician, Dr. Rhonda cambridge Rhonda Rhonda's committed to educating others on how to achieve optimal health. So much so that she's recently written a book on how the Afro-Caribbean community can utilize nutrition to arm themselves in the fight against cancer. So pull up a chair and listen in as we chat about growing up Caribbean in Brooklyn, health and wellness in the Caribbean community, and more. So without further ado, let's see. Ah, who In studio with us today, we have Dr. Rhonda Cambridge-Philip. Say hi to the people, Rhonda. Hi, everyone. So Rhonda is a doctor who lives here in Brooklyn, New York. First of all, tell us where in the Caribbean you're representing.
1: Okay, well, good morning, everyone, again. Thanks for having me. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Where do I rep? Well, I rep sweet, sweet TNT, Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs>
0: were you the born Twin there? The Twin
1: Islands. No, so I wasn't born there, but um, my parents were born there. Mm-hmm. So, But growing up in Brooklyn, and there was a huge cultural impact. Mm-hmm. And also, I remember... You know, every summer when I was young, I think probably until I was like 16 or 17, you know, we'd travel back summer vacation a couple of weeks throughout the year. So, you know, I was able to really bring the cultural aspect um, full circle and understand what it means to be um, of Caribbean descent, European parentage, but living in New York. And as immigrants, I think that's very important. A lot of um, immigrant families can identify with that, where you might not be in your home country, but you want to raise your children with mm-hmm. the same values, the same ethics, the same you know, morals. In Brooklyn, um, there are huge pockets of other Caribbean immigrants. So you can identify with people around you. Mm-hmm the food is similar the 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 music is similar so it's just it's just a big cultural impact that just makes it seamless yeah
0: so as a doctor and can clarify what kind of doctor you are what well, kind of medicine do yeah, you practice Yeah, so so i'm a pediatrician
1: mm-hmm. um and uh, a general pediatrician but i also am an adolescent medicine specialist so i work at one of the Biggest inner city hospitals in Brooklyn, and um, my patients are from birth to let's say 24, 25 because that adolescent period has extended Mm -hmm. throughout the years. Another piece of my career is really having to do with health and wellness Mm -hmm. and prevention, Mm -hmm. and so that's a big piece of my career that I'm also focusing on now and trying to bring to the forefront and kind of integrate into, you know, what I'm already doing, which is very exciting for me at this time.
0: Rhonda's work in health and wellness led her to write a book titled Bye Bye Cancer, A Simple, Effective Way to Prevent and Heal Cancer. In the book, she details how the use of nutritional supplements, vitamins, minerals, and herbs can help to prevent the onset of cancer help curb the side effects of traditional cancer treatments, and even heal those who have already been diagnosed. Now, those are some pretty bold claims that are sure to be controversial in many circles. Rhonda describes how she overcame her fear of the potential backlash that could be the result of sharing this information.
1: I was kind of afraid to write it because when you have certain information that sometimes is against the grain and not widely accepted, Mm. you um, begin to fear being attacked for the information you're bringing. At the end of the day, I really wanted to make an impact, make a difference, especially because I felt I had information that people needed, Mm -hmm. and particularly
0: people um, of Caribbean descent. Well, that's what really grabbed my focus when I was reading the book, is that you're honing in on the Afro-Caribbean community. And how did you decide to do that? Why did you decide to do that?
1: Well, I guess the short answer is because those are my people, mm-hmm. That that's me. And then I also felt like there, when it comes to health in our community, Often there's a lot of misinformation, there's miseducation, and um, I I felt like we needed to shine a light on that, and I felt like we needed someone who understands the situation um, a little bit better to bring certain things to the forefront.
0: But as a doctor, how does Rhonda reconcile her use of traditional medicine with her advocacy of alternative medicines?
1: you know, I have nothing against pharmaceuticals, nothing against traditional medicine. I just believe that there was a shift at some point where we started to just depend solely on those things and moving away from what we now call alternative treatments, which has to do with things like nutritional supplementation. And I believe that it doesn't have to be either or. Mm. You know, you could develop a wellness program that really encompasses both.
0: So how does that tie into the Caribbean community? In your book, you call out food for, in particular as a way to um, address um, how to prevent or heal um, side effects of um, cancer treatment. I find Caribbean people are very traditional and they have their ways and we are going to eat what we eat and we're going to cook how we cook and these are the things we do. So how do you start to integrate a new thought pattern? You know, that is the biggest question. And so
1: just like you said, we are very traditional and we eat a certain way. And coming from the Caribbean, we are used to a different type of food. The food traditionally tends to be healthier, just because of the environment. You have more access to fresh fruits and and vegetables. It's really eating truly organic, and the way of life in the Caribbean is also very different, mm-hmm. and that plays a plays a role in into health. And so as you immigrate to the United States or anywhere else, part of holding on to your culture is holding on to your food. So it's very hard to ask us to give up, you know, bacon, (laughs) saltfish, to give up roti, to give up pepper pot, and, you know, all the different things that are traditional foods. Mm -hmm. It's hard to ask us just to give it up. It's just not going to happen and we have to understand that but there are things that you can do differences in the way you prepare it the way you select your food the way you shop things like that that can play an impact but it's also important to understand that you can do all those things but understanding that when you're in the u.s the food is just different and we understand why, because we're, you know, trying to feed a lot of people and mm-hmm. there's certain chemicals that are used, herbicides, pesticides, even things that are labeled organic may not be really organic. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's just the way it is because there's a lot of contamination. That's just things that are happening in the environment right now. So it's in the book goes into, a lot of that and why that's happening, and why our food is generally tainted. There are a lot of people who, you know, have a cancer diagnosis, and there are certain things that we just should not be doing and we shouldn't have done, and that could have led to that kind of diagnosis.
0: Rhonda's book also addresses how random a cancer diagnosis can be
1: and then there are certain things that we do everything the right way Mm -hmm. you know we're trying to eat the best way we're trying to manage our stress level there's a spiritual component that goes in uh, to to a great degree um in terms of of health exercise level activity level all these things there are a lot of people who are doing all these things but still get that diagnosis and they're wondering why and There's a lot of guilt and, you know, a lot of people take on this diagnosis as something that they did wrong and not Mm -hmm. necessarily so. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like this book gives hope because it outlines things that we should be doing, things that we'll do our best to stay healthy, but then understanding that you can do all those things, but you can still develop cancer. And what, what do you do about it then? Right. And because the food is a big component, we can use that as a preventative strategy. And one of the easiest ways is to supplement your diet with nutritional supplement.
0: Nutritional supplementation, the addition of vitamins, herbs, and minerals to your diet, is, according to Rhonda, an important part of a healthy lifestyle.
1: What supplement do you use? Right how much what do you pick it's very confusing and the book goes into that Mm -hmm. and of course it's a personal choice it's just i believe it's an option and it's all about options that you can add into a healthy lifestyle program Mm -hmm. it's not the only thing that you should be doing but it's part of your bigger wellness plan Mm -hmm. so it talks about that and it talks about okay well You've made the decision that you want to supplement in your diet because you understand all of the things in the environment and the issues without food. Now, how do you go about choosing a supplement? What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. What company to choose? Is it a reputable company? How are the products made? Mm-hmm. And then you're looking into the formulation of the products because a lot of people want to use supplements, but they're just not sure what to use, how to use it, Mm -hmm. is it going to interact with anything that my doctor is asking me to do? Is it going to cause side effects? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be able to tolerate it? And so that's why I think a lot of people really don't use supplements. And then there are people who use supplements, but it might not be the right formulation. Mm -hmm. So you need some direction on that.
0: Given the way medicine is taught, how did Rhonda even come to see supplementation as a viable path to better health.
1: Being a traditionally trained MD, we really did not get a lot of training in nutrition. Hmm. So, that seems or, weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know because one of the, well, it's changing now slowly. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, we are trained as physicians to diagnose a disorder and treat it. Mm-hmm. Now we're moving heavily into prevention because there's a lot more research that that is where we need to be. Mm-hmm. I just was on a quest for more information. So after I received my MD and I was practicing for a while, um, I decided to go back and get some additional training. I got a master's in public health and then a certificate as a health coach and a degree in nutrition, and now I'm working on my PhD to kind of get more information Mm -hmm. to try to work with people. Because, you know, there are people that, you know, want to take their supplements to their physician. But if you are not trained in that area, you're not going to be able right. to you don't even know what guide to ask. that person. Right. You know? And so you, we, we don't want to say, okay, yes, you can use this supplement. And then we don't have the research behind it. And we don't have the backing and mm-hmm. we don't have the training. And then what if that was not the right supplement right. for you? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. not every supplement is created in the right way. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that when you are at the point when you make the decision to broaden your your wellness program and if you make the decision to add supplements, you should be working with a
0: trained professional. Okay, you, you shouldn't know. just walk into King's no, pharmacy and You shouldn't
1: you shouldn't just walk into a health food store and just say, Well, this sounds good, what's good for that, mm-hmm. what's good No, I don't I don't think that's a good idea because especially if you have a cancer diagnosis, mm-hmm. especially if you're on chemotherapeutic drugs or taking radiation, you, you really do wanna know mm-hmm. that what you're choosing is really not gonna interfere mm-hmm. with what medication you are on and if you choose to supplement in the right way the right proportion the right balance the right raw ingredients in my experience i have seen patients who you know were told that their cancer is an advanced stage and no chemotherapy would would work and Mm -hmm. it's causing more side effects than it's doing harm and they make the decision to add supplements to their diet and it's amazing even to me as a physician it's amazing to me the turnaround that that happened
0: wait hold up what are you saying i'm gonna need a little bit more explanation here okay i want to ask about that because for me and i think a lot of other people that's where you start to be like okay Give me a minute here. What are you we really saying, this. right? Because yeah. you have a couple of, um, you know, like success stories in your book, where you talk about how um, supplements have affected people who um, were diagnosed um, with cancer, with various kinds of cancer, and you get you. Uh, to me, it's like a, a tricky area where you walk into. You like, are you saying that if I take XYZ, i Z, I'm going to be cured of cancer now? So, and if to say that is. That's something people want to hear, and that's a, a positive thing. But at the same time, it's like, what are you claiming? Right. What you can cure cancer when all these years um, of traditional medicine we haven't been able to make hardly a dent?
1: I know. I, I understand. I, I understand. So break and it down for and us. And <laughs> that's one of the reasons, you know, it took me a while to write this book. But I want to be able to bring the information to the people to give hope, but not false hope. Mm -hmm. And so what what I'm saying, let's break it down like this. What I'm saying is that if you give the body the proper tools, if the body has the, the proper building blocks, it can heal itself. And the thing with cancer, one of the main things is that for some reason, a cell in the body is getting the signal to grow uncontrollably maybe when it shouldn't be Mm -hmm. or the cell was supposed to die and is not dying Mm -hmm. and it's just really just taking up space but it's not functioning properly so what we want to do is bring back and support the body's innate mechanism to do that Okay, and a, a mainstay of that is your nutrition. But because the way our food source is these days, particularly in the United States and particularly in my neighborhood, I still live in Brooklyn,
2: mm-hmm.
1: grew up in Brooklyn, practicing here. You know, I'm, I'm raising my family here. So the food is, is just different here
0: in, in this certain in-
1: areas of Brooklyn and where I live
0: are we talking ungentrified areas of Brooklyn is that what we're saying Dr. <laughs> Cambridge Philip
1: you know what that that is another area that you know when we get into that that <laughs> opens up a whole nother bottle mm-hmm. but yes yes i mean it's it's just it's just the truth the food is different and oftentimes we end up if you have the ability to try to go out of our neighborhood mm-hmm. to get better food but not everyone can do that. Right. Yeah, know? I've
0: seen people on a train lugging their whole foods or Trader Joe's or whatever organic store they go to in Manhattan and or trying to get to those... the
1: farmers markets right. that is in a different neighborhood, right. you know. So that now we're talking about another level mm-hmm. of what can be done on a more broader scale mm-hmm. to change those kind of things. So we have better access to food. This book talks more about an individual level, what you can do in your own little corner, mm-hmm. you know, for you and your family. Cause often at times we begin to feel like things are just happening to us. Mm-hmm. Like you have no control and it's just happening. It's the way it is. Mm-hmm. And this book gives hope in the sense that, okay, you may not be able to change legislature. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to, you as one person, to demand that the food is better in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But there's something that you
0: can do in your own home mm-hmm. to, 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 to make a difference. You can work around the broken system to still have, healthy food, healthy lifestyle, health, uh, and as you say, a wellness program, not right. that you just randomly eat what you eat, you sporadically exercise, but a, right. whole, a holistic program that works around the system to still deliver food and supplements and a, a lifestyle that, is, that builds your system so that you, if diagnosed, you can you have a stronger system to fight with. Exactly. And so because our food is the way it
1: is, one option is to supplement Mm -hmm. the diet. And if you're you're putting back what we're not getting in the food because of processing and if you're able to protect your body from the harmful things that might be in our food, then you have a, a fighting chance. Now you really can give your body the proper nutrition for it to start healing itself. And then, you know, not that this is a, a guarantee against a cancer diagnosis either. Mm-hmm. Even when you do, you do all those things, you get a cancer diagnosis Oh, and you have to use um, a traditional method, chemotherapy, radiation, surgery. There's a whole host of um, traditional treatments that have their place mm-hmm. that are important in terms of a, a, a program. You can still... Be supplementing your diet with mm-hmm. supplements to protect you from the side effects of that medication or that traditional treatment. It's, it's, um, it's important to remember that we want a program when it comes to cancer prevention, healing, and treatment. We want a program that will address all the stages the prevention before you get a diagnosis, the initiation, promotion, progression, things like that. And we have to understand the role that the traditional treatments play. Mm -hmm. One of the things with the traditional, um, many of the traditional methods, not all of them, but many of them, is that they take care of the cancer that's already existing. Mm -hmm. And once you go, um, once they say you go into remission, we really haven't taken care of the reason why the cancer develops, which is why people go in and out of remission all the time. So this kind of program, having this overall wellness plan that, yes, includes supplements, includes trying to eat right baseline, exercise, spiritual health and wellness, and yes having a good rapport with your personal physician, your oncologist, your medical team, Mm -hmm. and yes, using traditional methods. But this is a way to help address that issue of why the cancer develops. And sometimes we will never know, but you need something in place to tell cells when to grow and develop, Mm -hmm. when to die, when to mount a response that you need increased cell division and growth, Mm -hmm. and when to stop that increased division and growth. And it's nutrition that does that. Mm. The traditional cancer treatments, chemotherapy, radiation, surgery, they just take care of the problem at hand. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't take care of, well, how do we prevent this cancer from coming back? Mm -hmm. How do we keep it? In, re, in remission, because you can't take chemotherapy forever.
0: Right, right. You
1: know, so you want something in, in place, mm-hmm, okay. you know, as an as a extra insurance policy, if you will, mm-hmm. as a preventative strategy. So you go from, so someone who already has a cancer diagnosis might be using a wellness program for treatment, mm-hmm. in addition to all the other things. But after the treatment, then we move to the preventative phase. Mm-hmm. So you still should be following that that holistic wellness program. it's it's a lifelong pattern. Mm-hmm. It's a lifelong pattern and getting our people to understand that and educating it, educating them in a way that that comes across. And typically, you know, traditionally for Caribbean people, it's hard for us to understand that, we can't just go to the supermarket and buy food and that would be enough. Right. Because we, we are used to good food. Mm-hmm. I remember I was spending a summer, um, you know, in, in Trinidad and I was running around playing with my cousins. And, you know, it's just picture this house with just kids, 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 right. kids, kids, kids. Everybody <laughs> running, running, running. I fell and I got... Um, Big cut on my shin. Mm-hmm. I, they didn't take me to a hospital. You know, right. my aunt just said, "Okay, come, come, come." You know, she put a a bandage on it, but she went into the backyard, picked a aloe plant, mm-hmm. got an got an egg, I mixed it up, <laughs> but got something else. I know it was aloe and an egg, but there was some other bush that she got. Okay. And she mixed it up and grated and grinded (laughs) and got like this old Mm T-shirt and she put that paste in it. First she put some directly on the the cut itself. Mm -hmm. And then she made like a little band-aid with the old T-shirt and whatever mixture. And the, the, the cut that was there was really big, I mean, In this day and age, you would rush that person to the emergency room and get, you clean it out, irrigate the wound and everything, Mm -hmm. and put some stitches she didn't do that i mean it was a big hole in there (laughs) she was just like all right come on we're gonna be good and then uh, you know and i i just tie every day she would change the dressing Uh you know and tie more go into the backyard the aloe and then after a (laughs) while i knew what it was because it was she'd be like go get this and i know exactly where to get it i the only thing i know that i could identify was the aloe and the egg okay The other stuff, I don't know what it was, but it was in the corner, that part of the garden, and I just knew that that is what she needed Mm -hmm. for my cut. And I put that for a week, it drew out whatever, and everything was was healed. So we are used to having everything that we need mm-hmm. for healing in our food. I tell that story for that. Mm-hmm. Most Caribbean people are like that. Mm-hmm. So the idea that you have to now take something else or even go to the doctor mm-hmm. and take this medication, that's like, no, I could just go in my backyard and get that plant that my grandmother always used to use. And right. I. Drink that, make a tea. You know how you yes, do yes. and I'll, I'll be good. Boil this bush and you know, I'll, I'll be good. So and then so
0: given all of that then, what has been the reception you've gotten now that you've come out of the closet with this and try and, and in our community, like have you gotten I could see you probably getting pushback especially from older Caribbean folk who are like, What? What do you mean I have to take this and this And, and- that <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes. Well, I I wouldn't say Push back. But there's like that raised eyebrow, mm-hmm. you know, that you get like, what is she talking about? What, I don't know. I want to, you know, listen to my doctor. I'm going to, I'm like, yes, listen to your doctor. Mm-hmm. First, go to your doctor. Let's start with that. Go <laughs> to your doctor. Listen to what he or she says. Make sure you have a good rapport mm-hmm. and understand that that <laughs> is your traditional medical program But understand that there are things that you should be doing on your own anyway. Mm. Your doctor wants you to be eating right. We want that. Mm. But you're just saying to yourself, look, I know that I'm supposed to be eating right, but I know, look, I immigrated to the U.S. for opportunity. There's a lot of technological advances. You know. Right. This is how we got to where we are because our parents decided to make that move. Mm -hmm. You know? But understanding that, okay, there was a trade-off with that immigration. Mm -hmm. And now understanding that, hey, I need to do something different. I need to step up my game in terms of what my health and wellness program is and be proactive instead of reactive. Mm. Often in terms of our health, we are reactive. We wait for a problem to, Mm -hmm. to develop and then address it. All I'm saying, and this is not only with cancer, but this could be for anything. Let's be proactive in terms of our health. Let's not wait for something to develop. We can't just assume because you're looking good on the outside and you're, you're feeling good. And when you come to us in the hospital because we do the baseline battery of tests and that says everything is okay, mm-hmm. we can't assume that we are some of us are and some of us aren't because we're doing the testing in a stage where we can't pick it up and you're in a stage where you are asymptomatic Mm. doesn't mean you are completely healthy we know when it comes to cancer it often takes decades to develop Right. So by the time you get a diagnosis, you've had that for at least a decade, if not more. Wow. So I'm saying, what are we doing in the decade before mm-hmm. to prevent? So I have those stories in my book, and those are, are interesting and amazing because and impactful because those people had... A diagnosis and then we saw what happened when they made some changes mm-hmm. in, and adopted a, a, a good wellness program but if we get to the point that everybody's developing wellness programs proactively we're not going to have those stories Right. You know, you're right. not going to know that you prevented this. You're not going to know. Right. So you might not have that impact. So people will ask, well, how can you, can I prove, can you prove Dr. Cambridge Phillips that this person has stage, because I know that's coming. How can you <laughs> prove that this person who has stage four cancer that you wrote in your book and then they adopted this wellness program and they use these supplements that, how can you prove that that cured their cancer? Can I prove that? No, mm-hmm. I cannot prove that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I might not ever be able to prove that. But am I gonna wait? Right. I know that person doesn't have cancer anymore, so mm. right. I don't know. And I know the other person who decided not to, you know, develop a, a wellness program in that fashion, still has stage four cancer, right. or God forbid, is not around to tell their story. I I, I probably am not gonna be able. To, to, to prove it until we do those randomized controlled stri- trials that, you know, are going to have a lot of flaws and everything. And it's difficult to do these studies, too, because you don't want to... What is the control group? The, the people that have cancer right. and... You just leave them alone. It's often unethical to do something like that, mm-hmm. right? Oh well yeah. So yes. we can't right you we can't. can't do that. Like let's like, just leave you over here, you stay with your cancer and then we're gonna you know, we we, we, we can't do that. Right. So it's very difficult to 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 prove that that kind of thing. But all I do know is that when I'm working with people in the community who have a cancer diagnosis and I work with them to develop an overall wellness program that, yes, it may include the traditional methods, but mm-hmm. also include some of the other things that I talk about in my book, they often feel better than people who don't decide to work with me. That's all I can mm-hmm. really say.
0: So when you work with people, because you're 9 to 5, is with adolescents, do you, are you working outside of that demographic? Mm-hmm. Right. So when I work with people, you know, in
1: in terms of developing a wellness program and holistics, it's it's definitely outside of what I do at at the hospital. Mm -hmm. I envision a a time when we can integrate the two and I can really work with with families because anything about health is with families. Mm But right now, they're, they're, they're pretty much separate. So when I'm at my... It's really not 9 to 5, but whatever <laughs> I was there, right. I'm doing that. But I also know that living and working in the same community and watching people who were very instrumental in my upbringing and getting me to where I am now, it's it's tragic to see mm-hmm. them now. Mm-hmm. It's like, think about... Because mm-hmm. we grew up together. Right. So think about people who
0: who grew up in the church. Right. Who, who just was there like, to think, unlock think the gym that. with yeah, us. Yeah, you or... know,
1: and then I'm still here, so I'm seeing them, and I'm like, what's going on over right. there? This is not too Why right. are they moving so slow? Yeah, what? but, but what's happening? I remember, you know, I'm seeing that every day. Mm. because So it's almost like it doesn't end. I can't turn off. Mm. Being, you know, you can't turn off being a doctor. It's just like you see people, and you're like, mm, that one has this. Something's wrong over there. That's not looking right. Why what, Why the eyes looking like that? And then especially when you know someone. Right, right. You're like, hey, what's going on? And then they confide in you, you know, and love, loving you like, what? Mm-hmm. I wish I had known. Mm-hmm. I, we could have, you yes, know. Yes. And it hurts your heart in here deeply, mm-hmm. you know. So I just got tired of watching that. And it's like, look, I know I'm going to get probably going to get a lot of pushback. I might get attacked for the information that I'm putting forward, but I'm just going to do it because I know it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. And and number, not that, look, I want to work with everyone, but it's nothing like being able to help the demographic of which you are a part of. Yes. You know, and so especially if I'm still, living and working in the same community that I grew up and I'm raising my family. Mm -hmm. Those are the people who gravitate towards me. Those are the people I gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just happened that way. Mm -hmm. So when I'm at the hospital, I'm doing what they asked me to do, which Mm -hmm. is the traditional. Mm -hmm. And then the people that I work with on the outside, you know, they're on the, they're on the outside and it's, it's really two different groups anyway. Right. But it's something that I felt felt that just needed to to be done, and I just I'm just taking a step, and I'm just seeing what what happens, and just praying and hoping that mm-hmm. this information gets out there, it's well received, and I just want to spread the information in a way that people
0: can understand. How can people reach you, get a copy of your book? Are you open to people contact you about discussing? developing a wellness program give us all the details
1: (laughs) well i of course i am very open anyone who wants more information who wants to ask questions and i welcome all kinds of feedback Mm. i want it all positive (laughs) negative negative Because, you know, the positive feedback is good, but the negative feedback is even better sometimes Mm -hmm. because you're able to change and say, okay, how can I reach this person differently? What could I have said? How could I have worded it Mm -hmm. to bring my point across? So, guys, I want negative feedback as well. You know, you can reach me at my website, which is just my name. So, it's drrondacambridgephilip.com. That's my website. There's a lot more information about me there. Um, my book is available on Amazon right now. It's also available on Kindle, too. So um, it's Bye Bye Cancer, just simple and, and, and easy. And those are, those are the best ways to, to, to reach me. But I want all the feedback.
0: I'll make sure all the information is on the website so everyone could easily reach you, easily purchase the book, easily contact you about this. I have a, uh, another question, though. All this talk, do you implement this in your life? Because I have a yes. few friends who are in health fields, and I find a lot of times they have terrible habits. They're preaching one thing and living a different life. So how do you manage to, to implement this with you and your family?
1: The the right word is, is manage. The right <laughs> word is manage. But let me tell you, I doing this work, For me, it was a catalyst for me to change. Mm. First of all, I am not perfect. Mm. I do not eat the best way I should all the time. Remember, guys, I'm from, you know. (laughs) So, you know, bacon, sawfish is still a a mainstay in my home. Should I eat it all the time? No. Mm. But I practice portion control, and I still... I don't eat healthy all the time, but I'm doing my best every day. And every day is a a, a day to get it right. Mm-hmm. So doing this work has forced me to develop uh, my own wellness program. And let me tell you, your wellness program might have to change as you transition mm-hmm. through the years. Mm-hmm. You know, the wellness program that I probably had 5, 10 years ago when I first started out... Is now different. I'm a little bit older. You know how it goes. Yep. So your body
0: changes. So yes, body. Respond.
1: So <laughs> you you always have to be changing. So um, I I do my best with with myself and my family to implement the, these changes. And that's all I'm asking each and every one of you out there listening to do. Do your best. Every day is a day to get it to get it right so you know when you go to the barbecue or you Mm. you go to the the sunday dinner that's always a big hit (laughs) that's always the damage you'll be Mm -hmm. good during the week
0: yep but then the sunday dinner let me get a little piece of this
1: pie kalaloo stew chicken you want more you want more yeah because we socialize around food it's just that way you know how it is when you go to someone's house the first thing do you want something to eat or drink? And mm-hmm. if you say no, especially to a traditional yes. Caribbean home,
0: it's a problem. Why not? You
1: cannot. What do you mean? My my food not good? What, what? <laughs> you know, you start getting that. What what's wrong with me? And they'll continue know? to
0: ask through the whole and visit. And then you
1: have to take a you at the end that you know you're going home with some kind of <laughs> with some kind of takeout container mm-hmm. with your food, some black cake, right. some sweet bread. something you're like, no, I really can't. They're like. No, you know, so it, it's just that way. That's just how our culture is. There are probably many other cultures mm-hmm. out there like that. Mm-hmm. I just can't talk about them. I could only talk about mine. We're probably very similar. And this is just about making small changes little by little, day by day to improve your health with the ultimate goal of just enjoying life quality of Mm -hmm. life and being productive in in your community Mm -hmm. a lot of us we're just not as productive as we can be because we're sick Mm -hmm. you know so the old saying is if you're tired of being sick and sick of being tired you know you have to make a new plan and this is just one way Mm. this book talks about yes it focuses on cancer but Even if you don't have cancer, you don't know anyone who has cancer. There's a lot of things in there that can be applied to just general health. And what I really try to do with this book is try to make it readable for the person who is not. In the health field, because I, think I that appreciated was so important. that. Because yeah. when
0: I first opened it, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna need a dictionary <laughs> probably when I start reading this." Because I don't, I don't know about this. But you break it down. You from free radicals to in oncology to like you just. It's a very simple, not overly simple, um, but it's a very simple read for the layperson to understand what is cancer, how does it happen, how does it progress, wh- what can we do, how do, nutrition plays a part. How does nutritional supplements play a part? Like, reading it, I was very. When I opened the book, I was like, "Okay, here we go." Like, I was, (laughs) I was was ready to be like back in school, (laughs) Uh, but as I read it, I was like, "Oh, okay." And then the focus, you continually bring it back to the Afro Caribbean community, which I appreciated because then it gives you an an added um, link. You know, you can easily bring it back to and make it personal and bring it back to you know how you're living. For those two reasons, I really uh, was really blown away by it.
1: Well, I appreciate you taking the time to take a look at it and, and creating this platform to bring this information because that's, that's what it's all about. The information is there, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's embedded in different mm-hmm. ways that we often can't get to it because mm-hmm. of that. But often we're so busy. Yes. You know, because the fast-paced life for many of us immigrating here and those who are now who were born here and i think about my kids who are now going to be they're they're a generation removed because mm-hmm. we're first generation right the our kids are now second generation right and what legacy are we leaving okay. so we want to preserve the culture but we also want you have to integrate it into a, a form that everyone can understand whether mm-hmm. you're back home or you're here or you're going back and forth because you know a lot of a lot of us do this when we retire six months here, mm-hmm. six months there, we do that. A lot of us travel back and go back to live. So you want to be able to live your life in a way that you have quality of life, particularly during those productive years mm-hmm. where you're working and providing, mm-hmm. you know. But then what about those years when you retire? You want to enjoy that right. too. Because that's m- mainly what I see, especially with the people that I watch growing up very mm-hmm. productive younger years and now retirement and they're just like the quality of life is so horrible it plummets. sick it's just like what Th- kind of life they spend their is days
0: at? waiting to go to the doctor yeah they spend their time timing what pill do i take next
1: right you know and fine you you if you have any kind of diagnosis and you're on the medication go ahead and take your medication, but mm-hmm. you should be able to take your medication and go to the beach, you right, know? Right. Take your medication and, you know, Labor Day is coming up. You could go and go on Eastern Parkway and take a little jump up and mm-hmm. come back home and your knees don't hurt Right. for, like, right. you know, three weeks after, <laughs> right, right. you know? If you want to do that. Right. It's just, you should be able to live your life and not let your health or poor health stop you from from really enjoying life and so
0: thank you rhonda thank you i Alicia. hope you guys enjoyed this segment i think we learned a lot um definitely guys make sure you pick up the book bye bye cancer by dr rhonda n cambridge philip on amazon.com um, all the information will be on this site um check out her website if you're interested in developing uh, your own wellness program and I'm looking for guidance on how to do that. Please reach out to Rhonda. Um, and you know this is just a much needed service in our community. I think too many people put health last. They're so busy running around and helping other people, they yes. don't think about their own health until it's too late. Yes. And by then they haven't um, developed a uh, relationship with a doctor where they feel comfortable in, he- in figuring out what to do next. They just randomly go to the doctor here and there or, you know, they feel it's too late or I, I'm too old to learn all the options. Um, yes. There's a lot of obstacles. So, you know, where, whatever stage you're at now is now you have the information. You can stop and, and make a plan. That's right.
1: Now is the time. Take action. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Rhonda. And now you know uh, who that's. For more information on Rhonda's practice and health coaching services, please visit her website, drrondacambridgephillip.com. You can find her book, Bye Bye Cancer, on Amazon, or connect with her directly on Twitter. Her handle is Dr. R. Cam Phillip, or on Facebook at Dr. Rhonda Cambridge Phillip. Please check the show notes for more information on how to reach out to her. This show is a production of Yanning Creative and presented by RewindAndComeAgain.com, produced and edited by myself, Alicia Simone. It uses the song Easy Jam by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com. This song is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can find episodes of Ahudat online at rewindandcomeagain.com backslash Ahudat. Or search for us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Thanks for listening, guys, and be sure to tune in to our next episode to find out Ahudat.